I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is brought to you by local patriots who shop local to avoid the woke corporations. Becky, what's going on? Well, I'd just like to say that's very important in this yeah. holiday shopping season. Yeah. Our local patriots that have been sponsoring our show off and on again, they want you to know that shopping local is the key to the parallel economy. It's the key to moving forward without Vanguard, BlackRock, State Street. It's the key to keeping small businesses afloat. Mm-hmm. And the key to not giving your hard-earned Christian dollars to people that hate you and support murdering babies and shoving a LGBTQI2AS plus agenda down your throat. Yeah. Around every corner. I heard this weekend, we'll talk about it more later, but the Alphabet Soup Mafia has no C. No Christian. Oh, what, what the heck? Why not? Weird. Mm-hmm. And that might be because it's an abomination to God and Christians love God. That might be why. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying we want to be part of it, but they should want to put us in there. Why? Should, why? We're who they're fighting against. Hey, can we all just get along? No. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, hey, as you come into Christmas season, you probably already have all your shopping done. Becky and I don't, but... We haven't even started. Shop local. We really only have two people to shop. Well, maybe three. Yeah, whatever. If you buy a bunch of presents, go out, shop local. Buy some mm-hmm. handmade stuff if you want. We have a lot of local businesses here, and I could list the whole bunch. Here's another little promo I'll throw out. Download the app Public SQ. I did. I should be getting money because I'm saying this. But anyways, (laughs) it's a good way to find uh, online retailers and local brick-and-mortar retailers that share your values. That's all I'm going to say. Public SQ, it's an app. It's pretty easy to use. They've done a good job. I'll try to get somebody from there on to tell you guys more about it because that's what Becky and I like to do. Becky does have something on her heart today that she wants to talk to us about. Yeah. So she was doing the read one chapter of Luke every day no, I was in not. December. Oh, okay. It just happened just to be. just wanted to get me mad. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've said this before on the show that I had been spending so much time in the Old Testament, God put it on my heart to read the Gospels. And it just so happens that my reading... The book of Luke happened in December, but I didn't start it until a few days or two weeks, maybe in anyways. I'm hey, only enough, read I've, I've got to say this. We did do this a couple of years ago with our kids. Yes. We read one chapter of Luke starting on December 1st, chapter one. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was for me. It was fun to read the yeah. book with the, the Bible books of the Bible with the kids and ask questions. And, and then it just culminates on the 25th. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a great thing to do. But. But if that's Since, the only time you read your Bible every year. Yeah. Since I don't like to be a trend follower, I was like, ugh. I don't mm-hmm. want... We're rebels. Anyway. Anyways. Uh-huh. Well, what did you want to talk about today? So I, the, just a verse that kind of stuck out was uh, Luke 14, 26. Uh, Jesus was talking to the great multitudes oh. that was with him. And he said, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren... And sister, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Mm-hmm. And I read that a long time ago, and I thought, I can't hate anybody. But that's not what he's getting no. at. 
He's saying, I come first, mm-hmm. period. And if you can't do that, if you can't promise to put me first, then don't put me at all. Yeah, I even think the word hate there in the Greek Hebrew translation, I forget where the first meant something different than our hate today. Yes, that is correct. I, I don't remember exactly because I have heard what it means, but it's not hate mm-hmm. as in I hate you. and Because obviously God tells us to love everybody, not hate anybody. Exactly. Um, and God will not contradict himself. Always remember that if you're trying to figure out if the, what you're reading is correct, mm-hmm. does God contradict himself? Right. And if it looks like it is, then do a deeper dive. Yeah, that's maybe on you, look not at him. The, maybe look at the <laughs> language it was written in. And Context, language, yeah. yep. So it, it kind of is something that we have been cramming down your throats for a long time is be all or be nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't be a lukewarm Christian. That's what that is saying. Because he doesn't, he has no use for a lukewarm Christian. And to me, a lukewarm Christian is just going to church on Sunday, or even just going to church every time the doors are open, and and that's it. Mm-hmm. You have to do more than that. And I and I have been praying for boldness, and God has been giving me that, and maybe to my detriment. But oh well, mm-hmm. bring it on. I've been I've been talking to people more. And I think that's what he wants is not like he doesn't want us to go out and set the world on fire and be like, this is what hell's going to look like. Repent now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he wants us to be that, you know, fire and brimstone. But most of the time it's just talk to people. And, you know, that's that's what I've been struggling with. Like I can hand out a track to anybody now, which was where I started out was that was hard. Mm-hmm. But now. If now I, I'm like, hey, stop. Those things cost if money. If I don't do it, then I feel <laughs> odd. Yeah. yeah. Now it's your turn oh. to hand out. I don't carry a purse. How am I going to have tracks? Um, I have tracks in my coat pocket. Oh. Ew. I don't wear coats either. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyways, God has no use for you if you're just going to get saved and that's the end of it. Yeah. And if I could interject what I, whenever no. I hear lukewarm, people are probably like, that's not me. Because he's not going to spew me out of his mouth. Right. Well, he will. Uh Lukewarm. And the reason God cannot use you if you're lukewarm is because you're sitting there satiated by Satan. Mm -hmm. You're okay to just go along to get along. If you are cold and you don't know who Jesus is, then God can use you. He can work on your heart and he can get you to come to Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And he will. He will call each one of us. And if you're on fire, then get out of the way because you're letting God lead your life. And it looks totally different than it did before. But if you're lukewarm, maybe you don't even go to church, but you profess to be a Christian. What good are you doing for God? What life more abundantly are you living here on this earth? Well, not even living an, I mean, an abundant life for God, sure. But like, if you are trying to set an example, you're not setting an example mm-hmm. is what that is. If you're just, uh, especially if you say you're a Christian and don't go to church, and not because you haven't found the right church, but if you just flat out say, I don't go to church, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have a testimony. And in fact, you're kind of ruining the testimony of a lot of Christians. I just, you know, we've been having a, sort of having a conversation on Facebook about uh, the new Hallmark bullcrap. Homosexual (laughs) marriage Hallmark Christmas movie. And a guy that we're not, our Facebook page is not friends with, but he got on there and was astonished by all the hate that, that our side was saying, and I was like, he's like, it's crazy to me that 
people that say a loving and forgiving God, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I agreed. I said, yeah, that is crazy, but it's also crazy to call not accepting a sin. and It's crazy to promote sin. Yeah. That, that's all it is. Yeah, and I just said it's crazy for us to not call a sin a sin in so many different words. Um, and he's like, but I'm not talking about the the movie itself. I'm talking about all the people here that are spewing hate and blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I'm not quoting him. I don't remember exactly what he said, but mm-hmm. he's right. We're, I mean, we can't be hateful. No. And we, But we have to speak the truth. But and I'll, sometimes the truth is going to offend people. And that's where I, I, could, I wasn't about to back down and say, you're right, I'm sorry, everybody's acceptable. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I understand where you're coming from, but this is free speech for now, so people are going to say what they're going to say. Um, and God does call it an abomination, and we have bastardized his perfect and holy plan for us. So I'm sorry that you feel that way, but yes, homosexuality is an abomination to God. And... Normally, that would have scared me to say mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm not trying to scare him off. I thanked him for disagreeing politely. Um, and that was that. And you're welcome to continue to disagree. Did you tell him to check his heart at the end? No. Oh. I just gave him the facts. Mm-hmm. Which, and I'm not going to say that's easy to do in person. This was all online. Yeah. And that's very easy to do. It's also easy to be a jerk and a keyboard warrior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, and I don't want people to do that. And, you know, people make snap decisions. They type something out, hit send. Yeah. Before they thought about it and before they thought, you know, this could actually turn somebody away from Christ. Mm-hmm. That's never what you want to do either. Yeah, everything has to be done in love. Mm-hmm. But this, um, I feel like if I was living not putting God first, it would have been easy for me to just, you're right, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. just to keep the peace. I, I used to not. I don't like confrontation. Um, it's weird that you married me then. I know. It's difficult sometimes. God gave me a really big, hard head to run it into confrontation, though, so it's all right. Um, and I really, I've always been soft when it comes to hurting people's feelings. I've never enjoyed hurting someone's feelings. Yeah, we should. I do enjoy when I'm right and I have the facts. Mm-hmm. That's different than hurting somebody's feelings. Um, I've never liked to do that, but I, I know that. Going forward in my life, when since I have decided that I'm not going to let the fear stop me from speaking the truth, I am going to hurt people's feelings. And I don't have to do it on purpose. I don't have to be mean about it. But we do hurt people's feelings. As a matter of fact, I was just telling my young client this morning, um, she's a college-age student. She just graduated from NNU, and now she's Ooh. in. She didn't get indoctrinated? She made it through. Oh, okay. She made it through. If you've heard Becky's interview with the young man from NNU that he calls them out because they've gone woke, that's She's wrong. actually the one that introduced us. Okay. Um, and he's getting married. Oh, good for Congratulations him. Congratulations to him. Anyway, um, she's now in graduate school in Tennessee, and she said that's it's you know pretty hard. But she noticed my sign on my wall that says, do you know Jesus? And she's like, do you have many people come in here that don't? And I was, you know, I was telling her, I, I, not really anymore. So <laughs> I meet, I need some new clients mm-hmm. uh, that aren't saved or, you know, hey, I don't know. Hey, but, that, that's, that's advertisement right there for Becky's salon. Reach out to us. 509-818-7818. If you know somebody looking for a great hairstylist and salvation. <laughs> um, but it was a great 
way to talk to her about how um, I got off the trail here. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was talking to her about when she asked me, you know, how do you go about that conversation? How oh, do you nice. start it up? And, and we were talking about that. And I said, it's not always easy. But one time I asked one of my clients, do you understand what I'm talking about when I tell you, you know, I was talking to her about salvation, how to get saved and where you go when you die. And she said, well, I think what you're telling me is I'm going to hell. And I said, well, if you don't accept Jesus, I mean, you're either going to heaven or you're going to hell. So mm-hmm. the only way into heaven is this. And I was like, that was a little awkward, but it wasn't enough. I mean, that was a year or two ago, and I just did her hair again the other day. So it's, it, it wasn't enough to scare her off, but you have to have those tough conversations. Yeah, I mean, that's what God wants. Mm-hmm. He wants you to tell the truth. Don't yeah. sugarcoat it, because hell is hot. Yeah, and it's real, and mm-hmm. it's forever, and there's no way out. And, and besides any of that, the, the gnashing of teeth and the, the, the heat, you've heard me say this before, the total and everlasting eternity separated from God. Mm-hmm. You knew you came so close. Somebody somebody told you somewhere the gospel. Yeah, someone you, told you, you have to tell someone else. Yeah, and you refused to go choose Jesus. That's all it was. It was just a choosing, a belief that you could be forever saved. Sorry, different rabbit hole, but... Yeah, no. To me, that's the hell right there. So know that you made it so close and came, and now you're so far away. Yeah, because I don't think that you're gonna go to hell and not know. Here was your chance. Here was your... well, at least at the judgment, he's mm-hmm. gonna tell you, "I gave you a chance here. I gave you a chance here. I gave you a chance here." And then I think he pulls a lever, and you just. I I don't. No, it's not a Warner Brothers cartoon. No. Oh, okay. We don't want to glorify it. I'm at kidding. All. <laughs> it's just what my sick head I thinks know. of. Yeah, that is sick. Um, but yeah, it's, it's baby steps. I think for me, I'm not saying for any, if, if somebody decides one day that they're going to be on fire for the Lord and they let nothing hold them back, more power to you. And can I have a class mm-hmm. on how to do that, please? Classes are good. I learned something from another client that sent her kid to an evangelism class, which I mentioned a couple weeks ago, maybe don't pray with drugged out homeless people with your eyes closed. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I was like, that's smart. a brilliant idea. Um, so I'll always take evangelism tips, but you got to do it. It's something you got to do. I, I know that there's a lot of people that work in a lot of jobs with a lot of unsaved people, and and I'm willing to bet that weeks and weeks and weeks go by and they don't talk to one person about Jesus. And it, you have to be intentional. You have to bring it up. Mm-hmm. You cannot wait for someone to come to you. you yeah. And you don't have to open it up with, are you going to go to hell if you die today? Mm-hmm. You can casually bring up, oh, I go to church, or, hey, we did this at our church this weekend, you know, telling something. Mm-hmm. And, and there are ways to go about it. Yeah. Hey, y'all go to church? I'm just wondering, right? Yeah. Or, can I invite you to my church? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to church? Do you even know who Jesus is? I've ran into people that have never heard the story of Adam and Eve. Hmm. I mean, I think for a person like me that grew up in the church, I feel like everybody's heard all the Bible stories I heard as a kid. Mm-hmm. Not the case. A lot of people don't know anything about mm-hmm. the Bible. Yeah. And I can even say it's the younger generation, Christianity has been so removed out of school that <clears throat> I can remember hearing, you know, at least they, they, they said these are two different philosophies, evolution and, you know, this. They said that in school. Mm-hmm. And we all know that God is the true creator of everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the whole devastation of our public school system, you've heard us talk about that before. Mm-hmm. 
the push for communism, which takes God out of everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think to your point here, this gentleman that got upset about the hate or the rhetoric, let's just say the rhetoric mm-hmm. on a uh, Hallmark, they're garbage anyways. I don't what was watching Hallmark. Anywho, if you think about all the other, I mean, it's Hollywood. They've, they've killed the family. They've killed morals. But even if you think about, like, let's say you start watching a movie and a man cheats on his wife. Even if that man is the main character, what happens? There's redemption, right? He either comes back to his wife or she leaves him and he, you know, he, he figures something out. Mm-hmm. It's not promoted. The sin is not promoted throughout the whole movie. Like this guy's right. just a womanizer. Even well, there was that Mel Gibson one where he got put in, he was a womanizer and he got put into his daughter's body or whatever and he became. Oh this, no, like, he just was able to hear. Oh, is that what, what it was? Women were thinking. Yeah, but it totally changed his life and he uh-huh. became much more apt to be a good man. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a murderer, right? The murderer is never your your main character. It's always the one they're going after. Yeah. Even if it's an antihero who kills somebody, but there's always a like the Punisher. There's always a just reason for what he did. Mm-hmm. The sin is not promoted. Right. But here, if we were trying to tear down the nuclear family or God's, not even the nuclear family, because God's older than that. Mm-hmm. If we're trying to tear down the Christian family, how do we do that? We do it through the media. We do it through entertainment. And we say that this sin is okay mm-hmm. because it's too, it's love is love. Because it's love. It, it's under the guise of love. And yeah. that's what God teaches. And I have to say, sorry to cut you off. Oh, no. This gentleman that was offended by it, um, Someone else piped up and said, in, in respectable manner, you know, a true believing Christian does not accept this sin. And in so many words, and the guy said, speak for yourself. I know many Christians that accept this as a normal lifestyle and they love. And I was like, and that is where the church has gone wrong. Yeah. Because I know that this guy does know many Christians that say it's okay. I don't know those people, but I know that there are millions of Christians that are in dead churches that are promoting homosexuality and and they have rainbow flags on their church. And those are the Christians that are leading the path to hell. Yeah. The good because intentions, right? Th- yeah. This guy is an unsaved person. Because hmm. I even said, well, I mean, I could unsaved assume. Unsaved person that knows lots of Christians. Okay. Well, you can be a, get saved, unsaved. buddy. Is all I'm saying. If you well, right. all your friends are Christians, they got something going on that you want, right? Right. And I even told him I understand how you could think that as a person who's never read the Bible, and he didn't say mm-hmm. that I have too read the Bible. Yeah. But, um, I've got two copies of the Message Bible. <laughs> gee, I'm I'm just saying that that's where the church has let down the rest of our society mm-hmm. is by compromising conforming and giving in to this leftist agenda so as to not be what's the word I'm inconvenienced yeah. or shunned. Or they don't say, want to be shunned. Yeah. Uh, I don't want anybody to hate me. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible says you're going to be hated, but it's okay. Yeah. Cause God doesn't hate you. And that is all that matters. And the world hates Jesus. And he said, yes, I, they hated me first, man. Be all right with it. Cause you're they're going to hate you. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it just the whole conversation, while it was done out of respect, it made me sad because he's looking at these Christians who are ge- who are telling him lies, mm-hmm. and so he's using that to justify yeah. the Christians' his belief, which is wrong. And us Christians that are trying to tell him the truth, 
we're made out to be hateful bigots, which mm-hmm. I've come to accept. If you that's what you want to call me, that's fine. Yeah, it's not true, but you know, hey, that's what society tells you I am. That's a great great segue <laughs> into what I want to talk about Excuse to me. end the show today. If you if you've wrapped up the yeah, I could I mean I could go on for hours, but we don't have yeah. that kind of time. So go. For hey, it. what I want to talk about is I had an opportunity to go down to Turning Point USA's America Fest, Amfest 22, down in Phoenix, Arizona. Let me tell you, it was 60 degrees. It was nice. You hush. And just listen to three or four days of great speakers, big name speakers, and Candace Owens. She said those exact words. Call me a bigot. Okay, what's that? No skin off my back. You're calling me a bigot. I don't care because I don't believe the same as you. You call me a bigot. Mm-hmm. Sorry for you. But there was so many great speakers. That I, I can't get into all of them, but well, and I, I was able to secure some interviews for this show. So you'll hear some of them coming up. I got to meet uh, great hip hop artists like Topher, who if you listen to Deke here in the beginning, Topher's one of his buddies. They do a lot of the military and uh, other conservative Christian rap. <clears throat> But the main goal or the main theme, and I happened to be sitting next to another uh, Baptist preacher for one of the days, and another a good friend of ours, Brian Noble, who ran for county commissioner, now the head of the Spokane County GOP, he was there as well. So I'm sitting between these two pastors, feeling really inadequate, right? <laughs> but all three of us at one time were like, man, the theme is leave here. Find someone, get married, and have kids because that is what the left they tell you it's okay to not get married. Mm-hmm. And every and every person hit on that. And it was great to hear because there was a, we were the old folks being in our forties. <laughs> but it was great to see a bunch of young college age kids being into that. Yeah. Because they're told through all their social media, their TikTok, their Instagram. I actually saw a video where two guys were interviewing all these Instagram models, and I put air quotes on that. And they said, would you rather have a good, serious boyfriend or a million Instagram followers? Every single lady to a T, Instagram followers. You don't even get to meet those people in real life. They don't care. They get the like button. They get that button. Yeah, hit. I know. It's a, and it's, it's an addiction, <clears throat> and it's that drip in your brain. Every time they get that like button, they get a little drip of serotonin. Yep. I, I got to say again, though, the, the weekend was just filled with so many great speakers. Matt Walsh was there. He is hilarious. Benny Johnson, that guy's even funnier. He brought so many memes. It was insane. <laughs> but there was also a lot of good booths. The Pacific Justice Institute, which is Christian-based lawyers that help churches, help homeschool moms that are trying to fight for their rights. They help everybody. And it was just great to see that there's a Christian-based law- lawyer group you know, that focuses on that. You know, we love the silent majority here, and they're Christians, and they're fighting. So I think right now the arena for us is getting into the legal. So it's great to see that there's people out there that want to fight for our rights Mm -hmm. because that's where it's coming and that's the first day took me back a little bit because it wasn't a hardcore baptist revival type thing (laughs) and i had to take a step back and i you know we uh pastor ryan noble and uh caleb collier from church and state was there we had a little devotional and we all you know brian brought it and we thought and he talked about how we have to have a pure heart of thanksgiving right he, he took the words from Tucker Carlson. That was kind of cool. And it, it reminated with him, and he brought this devotional. And I said, yeah, you know what? After the first day, I had to take a step back and say, what the heck's going on here? These aren't all my people. Mm-hmm. But these are all people moving the needle back to freedom, back to free speech, back to anti-socialism. And it's a big tent. So that, you know that's what Charlie Kirk's done with Turning Point USA and now Turning Point USA Faith. is he, He's created this big tent for everybody that freedom lovers. 
And th this is where it gets serious, church. So if we're able to move the needle back, we're able to secure our government for free speech so that anybody can say anything at any time except for threats and fire in a movie theater, that's the church's job. Mm -hmm. The church needs to wake up. And, and one of the, probably the greatest speaker I heard was Eric Metaxas. I'm reading his book, Letters to the American Church, or Letter to the American Church. And the section I was reading on the way back from there, he's a great author. He wrote the biography on Diedrich Bonhoeffer, who was the pastor, who was telling the Lutheran church, this church state of Germany, that this is bad what's going on here as we're sliding into national socialism. The American church now is so asleep. And like Becky was saying, that it was a great segue there, that the church needs to wake up. If you're afraid to offend somebody with the truth of the gospel— you will be judged. If you're afraid to push back on a tyrannical government that says that as a church, you need to marry two men and that there's infinite pronouns that people have to be called and your church just takes it, I'm sorry. That's where we're going to slide into this because as soon as they decide that they can, this disrespect for marriage bill, it's written in there that churches can be hurt because they don't want to marry same-sex couples. Which is the ultimate goal, yeah, by the way. it is. They want to crush the American church. But this is what we're fighting back for. And yes, this weekend I, there was homosexual people running around, but they're conservative and they're free speech loving. But this is where the church is going to have to rise up if we are able to maintain our rights as a, in our country. Church, you have to stand up. Young men need to be told that it is a sin to dress effeminately. It says that in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's a sin for same-sex couples. We don't have to get out there with bullhorns and bats and everything. And be mean. And be mean. You just have to be firm. But it is time for the church to take back the rights that the government, we've been giving to the government to monitor us with. Mm -hmm. It's time for the church to say, Jesus is coming back, and you need to be ready, or you're not. You're, you're going to be pushed aside. To me, it was a great opportunity to go down and be rejuvenated. And pretty much every speaker to a T admitted, even the, the staunch atheist, I'll talk more about him later on, Dr. I can't remember his name right now. Man, even the Baptist preacher on one side and Brian Noble on the other, like, this dude sounds an awful lot like a believer. Give it time. That's what I said, man. <laughs> Keep hanging, have him hang out with Eric Metaxas some more, and it will happen. But he admitted that the church is the culture. Mm. If the church isn't the culture, and here's a great quote from a young man, a, a, a Baptist blogger, Samuel Say, if the church is not the culture, the culture will come for the church. Mm -hmm. Becky, I thank you for your passion on the show today. I thank everybody for listening. We are still looking for help. If you'd like to help keep us on the air on American Christian Network, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m., please reach out, 509-818-7818. For Becky, I'm Matt. Until next time, remember, be sober and be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew, and I'm so grateful. Wanna kill kids in the womb? Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough, he will live in you. Promise you the world.